welcome back to Musicians Chatting Music Podcast. Uh, here again today with another new guest, and that guest is Jay. Do you want to say hello? <laughs> hello, mate. How are you doing? You all right? All right. All right. So um, this is pretty cool because obviously, like I was saying before we started, the kind of uh, the, the tables have turned a little bit here because we did we did a podcast for your for your podcast as well. Um, which will be coming out, obviously, I'll probably get this out maybe beforehand, to be honest, might not be coming out a bit later. But anyways, so on that podcast, you kind of were asking me questions on like my inspirations, motivation, kind of my backstory, my journey, as far as the career and all those types of things go. So I thought it would be fun just to kind of spin it around a little bit and, uh, and point that back in your direction, basically. So um, let's start from the beginning and kind of uh, journey from there. So when was it that you kind of got into what it is you do now as far as like kind of uh, the camera work and all of those types of creative things go? I mean, like I first got a camera when I was in school. So I didn't, I didn't do music like photography or video for a while. I just used to take photos of like back lanes and flowers and everything right. that everybody usually does, like allotments and stuff. <laughs> and that. Um, so I got like a little bridge camera, like a little compact, little Fujifilm mm-hmm. compact camera, everything in one, you couldn't take the lens off or anything. Um, and just started taking photos. And then when I, I think I was 15 or 16, I started like kind of going to gigs. Like I, yeah. I went to my first gig when I was 15, I think, I, did, I think it was. And I saw photographers at the pit, in, in the pit at the front. And I was like, ooh, that's, 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 that could right. be something I could do. Because obviously I love live music anyway. So that's like, um, and then I kind of, I went to a few like local promoters and I was like, oh, I'll come and take photos of your gigs. Just little, little, like, like in the head of steam and that in town. I was like, oh, I'll come and take photos of your gigs. Well, like fun out. I'll just, just give us a yeah, photo yeah. pass and that. And I read, I read some, through some of the messages that I sent and I was like, oh, I'll need some exposure for me portfolio. <laughs> but I just started doing that. And then I started working for a few local music magazines. So I was working a bit for Deviant magazine, which started at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And in the pit magazine, and basically with Deviant, I've started, I was like, I was there like music kind of photographer and I was like writing reviews and stuff as well and doing interviews and that. And I was like, why am I not doing this myself? Why right. am I not got my own magazine? So when I, I think I was 17, 16 or 17, when I first started Shutter Magazine, which right. is where the Shutter brand started. Uh, and okay. I, started, I started basically applying for shows through Shutter because it always helps to like go through press like or, or like a publication when you're trying to get like photo passes. So basically what I wanted to do was I wanted to get from taking photos of like local bands and pubs and that to taking photos of um, bigger bands. Yeah. So I started applying for that, started getting better and better at like taking photos in low light, started getting better lenses and all that kind of stuff. But I've always, I've just always had a, a, like a passion for live music. I just love seeing, seeing bands and stuff like that. So yeah, that's, that's how it started. Like awesome. Awesome. Um, Random question. Um, um, uh, a lot of the questions that I ask on these are out of my own, my own curiosity, but I guess they are quite educational as well. Um, right. you, have you ever played any instruments before or just done this, this side of it? No, I can, I can half play Wonderwall and guitar. You've always just been into the, the live music and, and, the, and, and that part of it, basically, yeah. Well, I mean, I do more photography than just live music. I do like weddings. I do food videos. I do food I photography, yeah, yeah. Uh, corporate events, nightclubs. I've done nightclubs in the past. I don't do them anymore. But I've done, yeah, I've done yeah, pretty yeah. much every area, every area of photography. Like, but now general, I'm not music. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So when was it? When was it exactly? Like, yeah, wise when you launched Shutter. Uh, Shutter Productions. Yeah. yeah. 
2014, 15. Yeah. That was when I started becoming like Shutter Productions. I did the Shutter Sessions before that, which was just basically like I was going around filming like videos with like local like singer songwriters. And right, but right. back then, back then I was getting someone else to edit the videos, someone else to do the sound because I just right. didn't have a clue. I didn't have a good computer or anything, so I was just, yeah, I just, well, I just pointing my camera, pointing my camera, sort of the venues where we were filming. Yeah. Uh, we did a few. We did a few in. Well, I did a few in Quilliams in Newcastle, right. the Tea Room. Oh yeah. Downstairs. Yeah, yeah. And then. I just I just I just kind of got different different places, but Shutter Productions started, um, I two thousand and fifteen I would say probably 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 right. Is that like with the with the space of your own and all that type of thing? No, no, I've only had I've only had yeah. studios because I've I've had two studios. I have yeah. the first one I moved into in two thousand and eighteen, and the second one I've been in since um, March last year. So all pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. I'm a. I feel bad. I've never actually been to those to those studios before. I feel like I should pay a visit sometime when all of this. Oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> all down, man. Yeah, I've seen plenty of uh, pictures and 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 kind of the promo side of things online. Of course, like that was kind of the, the way of things. I know we've been because I noticed you're really good at the at the online stuff, and that's what kind of that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you in the first place. But also, obviously, we've been, we've been talking a lot back and forth recently as it is about various yeah. different things. But I just remember I've had you on. I've had you on Facebook for I don't God knows how long at this point, but it's just you know like yes. those yeah, exactly exactly. But you know those people sometimes you just at first you might not talk to them or like a little bit later down the line you talk to them, but you're always aware of them because they're always there in your newsfeed and it's like oh look they're doing that they're doing this, but it's always creative fun yeah, yeah. cool things that I love and obviously that's what it was for you and obviously I respect and I love what you do, um, so I always pay attention and I always paid attention when I was scrolling and all that type of stuff. Um, so that's awesome. Um, when did the idea for the new venture start mapped out? I like, I've been like, I've been developing, not developing, but I had the original idea in 2012. Yeah. Like, so years, years and years and years ago, but back then it was just basically a website with a map where you could pin your music to the map. That was, that was all yeah. it was going to be. That's where but it like, came from, yeah. It, yeah, it kind of evolved as the years go on. It went on because like there was a few websites like that and it was just a bit, it wasn't interactive. It wasn't like you weren't creating any value. It was just a map of music. Like yeah. there was no like kind of search tools or anything. But lockdown has been an absolute blessing because I've had the idea. I write, I've been writing notes and writing plans and developing it and speaking to designers and stuff like for years and years and years. But yeah. I've just never had the time to create the content to promote it. So like, at the minute with the podcast and with all the social media content that I'm putting up, it's like, I'm just kind of working towards the launch. So I'm going to launch yeah, later this year. Yeah. So I'm just trying to create like a brand image at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Now you do a really good job of it. Like, cause I feel like it kind of like, I remember like we spoke on the phone briefly, like a few months ago and, uh, and you mentioned kind of what, what was going on. And then, uh, and then you went full forward with kind of the market. And then I was like, whoa, this is, this is looking really good now. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, you definitely know what you're doing in that department 100% as well. Is that just kind the of... Is, uh, the thing is, the thing is mate, I, I, I've, on, I've only kind of started learning about like the social media marketing, like yeah. the last couple of months, the last three right. months. Right. Like I've just been kind of teaching myself it because like I say, I've got, I've got loads of free time. Because I work, I work all the time. I'm like a full-time photographer, yeah. like obviously the studio and that. So it's very hard to like kind of do like a side hustle and do my full-time thing. Because Shutter Productions yeah. isn't my full-time thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is, um, so how did you how did you go about learning all that stuff? Is it a combination of like uh, like Gary V and everything else? <laughs> yeah, Gary Gary V man. Gary V's a boy. Like I just I'm gonna... I've always I've always known about marketing and stuff, but like yeah. in terms of like modern day like 2020 marketing, it's very different to what it was last year. It's very different to what it was in 2018. It just evolves. You've got to keep up with it. Yeah. Those things change. Like algorithms and everything change. Content changes. Like. Even the sizes on Facebook that like you've yeah. got to put stuff up at and everything, it just, it just changes all the time. So you just got to keep on top of it. Like. Yeah, yeah. I talk about Gary Vee. Well, I'll continue talking about Gary Vee until the day I die. <laughs> yeah, such, such a sound bloke. Like. <laughs> one day, I'll, I'll be happy when I meet him one day and I can just kind of like, everything I'll just feel like everything has kind of come full circle once I've met him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, mate, he's, he's, he's doing a show in uh, London in February next uh, year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you mentioned that. I think that's, that's like 75 quid or something, 80 quid. You don't get to meet him, but you get to see him, like. Yeah, yeah. It's still worth that amount, in my opinion, like, definitely, 100%. I, I definitely, definitely. I'd pay anything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, another few random questions. Um, what is it that... Because you, you, you kind of uh, were asking kind of a similar question to me where it was like, what kind of inspires you and motivates you and stuff like that. So I wanted to ask you that question as well. Because obviously I don't really know uh, anything in the photography, videography world as far as like, I don't know, like any, any inspirations as far as that goes, whether it's people or places or things or bands. Like what is it that kind of like maybe sparked it originally? And then what is it that continues to like inspire you and motivate you to this day? I've just got a, a massive interest in people. I'm a proper people watcher. Like I did, I did street photography for years as well. I did a project called uh, hundred strangers. I mean, I wasn't the first person to do it, but I did a project called 100 strangers and I went out, I had loads of coffee and I went out and I just asked a hundred people in the street if I could take the photo. Right. I saw someone doing it online. I just went out and I did that and that got me confidence and stuff. But like, I've always just had a, just had a fascination with like the human condition and just like, just watching people. Yeah. And, like, it translates through to music. Like I just music, live music especially is like the, the, the purest form of, of music and like oh, yeah. seeing something live. Even if it's watching someone perform in my studio for a video, like it's live yeah. music and that's just I've got a massive passion for that. So human condition, got lyrics as well. Lyrics. Right. I don't really listen to the music, I listen to the words. Like I always have listened to the words. Right. Um so like I just, I was just, I mean, I've just started doing lyric videos at the minute as well for different people because I, I like certain songs and I think that the lyrics go over people's heads. So I've just, I just an appreciation for words and music. Yeah, and sounds uh, cringy, that's, but that's that's. Yeah, that's yeah, really, it's really interesting to hear because everyone has their own, obviously, inspiration, and it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I, in a way, I'm used to with being a musician. When you ask other musicians that question, it's usually always this artist, this band, this singer, this song. So it's interesting to see a different take on it, what, what you've just described, where it's like something completely different to, uh, to what I'm used to people like answering that question. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, like I, I didn't really, I, didn't, I wasn't really inspired by anyone to do what I do. I mean, yeah. there's a music photographer called Adam L. Machias, and he does A Day to Remembers photography oh yeah, he I've heard like of him. A, yeah 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 he does like a youtube channel where he basically does like behind the scenes footage like gopro right. footage on top of his camera of shooting all these gigs and i mean that kind of inspired us but like i haven't really got an interest with working with a big band i like working with local bands i like putting local bands in the spotlight which is what i'm doing with, with shutter that's that's that was the main goal like i yeah. didn't even charge when i first started doing it i didn't think it was going to turn into a business i just right. wanted to film with musicians that's all yeah. i wanted to do so when did when did that like turn into a, a full-time business i guess what should I? Yeah, yeah. 
2000. Well, I mean, photography was always like kind of a full-time thing. I've never had like I've I've had little bits of jobs here and there when I've been skinting that, but like I've been doing photography full-time pretty much since um since I was 18 or 19. So right. like right. eight years, nine years. Yeah. But shutter in terms of shutter, like when I when I first started, like actually just making all of my money from like the video production side of things. Yeah. yeah. 2016, I would say. Right. Right. Huh, that's that's interesting because that's kind of when that's the same kind of thing for me actually because I, I graduated uni in 2016 and that's when I was like right time to go time to go full on with uh, with all the teaching and gigs and all that type of stuff and it was kind of like I was doing it um I was doing a kind of I guess part time for like half of 2016 half of 2017 and then after that so it was like that year period and then after that it was like right i'll uh i'll go for this full time now it was really interesting how yeah. like, like everyone's got you a see, different journey what was that sir you see, the, th- the thing is with me like i was doing it while i was at uni so like when i first started uni i realized that i could make money make actual money from photography i mean i started selling key rings and nightclubs like everybody every other photographer does so i am whatever it is i am <laughs> so i was doing i was doing that and i was shooting gigs and i was doing like music events but like yeah. it wasn't until i was like 18 19 that i started charging like yeah, proper yeah. money yeah, yeah stuff no it was, and, it, was uh, the same, it was the same for me actually uh interestingly because i always i've taught guitar since i was probably like 15 to be completely honest with you like uh whether it was a few mates here or there or like i don't know like family friends or whatever um and it was always for like i, I always tell people i started off like i'd do it i'd do it for like a fiver so like pocket money i just do like a few lessons here or there for like a fiver yeah. and then throughout uni I think I had like three private students throughout uni and like I did a little bit of a after school club thing. So I was like, I can, I can make money out of this and I can do this and I enjoy it. And like I say, it was 2016 when I graduated, it was like, right, I've got that, I've got that time now. It's now or never. So let's kind of, let's turn this little portion of something into, into something huge. So I'm really interested in that journey and I'm like, kind of, I'm really uh, excited that yours was kind of similar in that way. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, like obviously, like with because club photography was my, 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 like my main kind of income. Cause yeah, yeah. You obviously you've got to be eighteen to go into clubs. So it wasn't until I was eighteen that I could actually make serious money. Like I was making like more than like more than double what right. I would make in like a, a forty-hour-a-week job doing yeah. club photography. But like I hated it. It's the same with you, I guess. It's the same with doing like say you were to do a covers gig and have to play yeah. Wonderwall all night. Yeah. You don't like doing that, but you've got to do it for the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a strange, it's a strange thing, isn't it? Because like, yeah, I've always been kind of like uh, between like two things where it's kind of like, well, I'm doing this gig, and I'm playing guitar, and I'm getting paid to play guitar. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's perfect. I'm happy about that. And then when you start to play the same songs that you really don't really necessarily like over and over again every single week, it does get to that same point. Like any normal job, where you kind of just like ah, like this is kind of a bit, this is a bit annoying now. Or like, I'm a bit tired of this. So like, I want to do yeah, something yeah. else. So it's a really, it's a, it's a weird situation. It's a predicament really. Cause not many, I feel like you only end up in that predicament. If you do like, if you do your hobby as a job or what you love as a job or something creative as a job, I feel like um, you kind of end up in that corner sometimes. And it's weird. I dealt with, I dealt with a lot of years kind of bouncing back and forth between two mindsets. So that kind of thing, <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. So random question again, really curious about this. 
I've got a feeling what the answer might be, but I just want to put it on, on the podcast anyway. I've noticed that you, just from Facebook and stuff, that you kind of, you know a lot of people. <laughs> you know a lot, of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of musicians, a lot of like, a lot of singers, a lot of rappers, a lot of like, like creative people, stuff like that. How did, how, was that just like reaching out to people and just saying like, do you want to like work together? Do you want to do a podcast? Like blah, blah, blah. Or was it just years and years of just kind of work and you just end up meeting all these people along the way type of thing? I mean, probably about 15 to 20% of the people on my Facebook I haven't met. Like I've met the majority of the people that I've, that I've seen, um, whether that be at gigs, whether that be for photo shoot sessions. Because you think about it, like I've worked, I worked with bands yeah, for years before I worked with rappers. Yeah. So like, there's five, five members in a band and everybody has us on Facebook. So like, yeah, I think I, it's just been a gradual, a gradual buildup of all the different people. Um, but yeah, like I do, like in terms of creative people, like all I, all I put on Facebook, unless it's like the odd meme is music related content. Like I share yeah. people's music stuff. I talk to musicians. Like, yeah. Totally. Like if you look up, if you look at my Facebook, 80% will be musicians, 10% will be photographers. And then five, like 10% will be just people that I'm pals with. Right. <laughs> no, that's really cool. I re- it's really because I'm always like that's another thing. Like, I mean, I'm I'm, pal- I'm pals with my music mates and my photography mates. Yeah, as well, yeah of like, course, of course, yeah, like, friend, yeah, friends. Course. You know what I mean? Outside um, of the industry. I just I just remember that's that's like the two things that I remember about you that you're always busy doing creative things and that you that you seem to know everyone. That's the two things that come to mind <laughs> every time I'm school yeah. and I'm like, how many how many rappers does he know? <laughs> I know pretty much every rapper in the northeast. Like. <laughs> That's a, that's a good question as well. I would, again, out of general curiosity, what what music do you actually like? What are you into? Maybe past, present, like past and present, like kind of what did you love back then when you started and like what do you love now and that type of stuff? Yeah, uh, I used to listen to like 30 Seconds to Mars and like Mad Comic Romance, Fall Out Boy, all that kind of stuff when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, before, way before that, when I was a kid, I used to listen to like Cher, Shania Twain because my mom always listened to it. Yeah. So, like, I used to, that was there was shit to start with. <laughs> became, became even shitter with my comic romance and that. But like I started getting into like the heavier side of things just before I started uni. So right. like like metal and hardcore and all that kind of stuff. I started listening to that. So like TRC, yeah. um, knocked loose, like trapped under ice, all that all that kind of stuff, like um pull up my Valentine. Not even heavy stuff, like just just asking Alexandria, architects, yeah. all that kind of just a variety of heavy music. And then when I went to uni the lads that I live with at uni all like kind of like hip hop and and like R and B dance music. Not well, not so much R and B, but like poppy, dancey, like dubstep things like that. You right, know what I mean? Right. And I think the alcohol culture at uni, where we were out every night, getting pissed every night. I think that kind of influenced my music, kind of change my like my yeah, change in music yeah. like tastes. Right. Because I was just I was just in clubs all the time listening to that sort of music. My flatmates were always playing like dubstep and stuff. So I started listening to that and obviously I was working in nightclubs as well. Yeah. But I've always I've always had a I've always had a love for like the heavier side of things. Yeah. Um I mean in terms of hip hop and rap and stuff, like I didn't really start listening to, to like rap, especially not local rap until like two thousand and eighteen. Right. Like, I didn't really like it because like I grew up with a lad called Just B, Robert Story, right? He's from yeah. the like group of my estate and like he's the, the biggest grime MC in the Northeast, like yeah. the most popular, the most successful. And like he was sending me links on Facebook. since so he's been sending me links since like 2014 and I just ignored right. every one of them because I thought it was like Makina and a bit of bit of bit of bit of bit of Right, right, yeah. But like it wasn't until like 2017, 2018 that I started listening to him properly. I was like, he literally came from the same estate as me and look at what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. 
But like, yeah. I, I've, like yeah. the local hip hop, like it's it's mad. It's mad. Like I didn't even realize that Newcastle had a scene, which is why I do mostly hip hop at the minute because they need a platform. Mm. I mean, there's been platforms in the past, like up here. Yeah. Like scene TV and like that and that sort of thing. But like, yeah, not, not yeah, it, that I it do with the studio sessions and that. It definitely shifts as well. I've noticed that like the music kind of scene, I guess, because I remember like I used to be in a deathcore band in 2013. And um, that was, that was, it was, it was, it doesn't even seem like that long ago. It was quite a while ago now, but like deathcore was such a big thing back then. And like everyone I knew was in a deathcore band. <laughs> and it was like the band that I was in at the time is from Suffering. Um, we, we got I think quite I've taken a photos of your band. I think I took, I think I took photos of that band. I'm not even lying. Right. I think I took photos of your band. I'm not even lying. Yeah. That was definitely before I knew you then. <laughs> Um, maybe that's maybe that's how I ended up adding you on Facebook originally, something like that, maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's cool to see. It's cool to see kind of that part of it because I feel like it was it was deathcore for a while. You know, it, originally I feel like it was kind of pop punk, and then it was deathcore, and then it was metalcore, and then kind of hardcore, and then now it's went more in in that kind of rap trap direction, um, yeah. Which I've which I've noticed massively, and then noticed I've noticed even more with the stuff that you have been posting and stuff. To be honest, because I'll pay attention to it and I'll be like, ah, oh, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> it's like the genres just do full cycle. Like I've spoke yeah. when I spoke to Shosha Noel in his podcast. Like yeah, you said, yeah. like Run DMC and Aerosmith did it. Linkin Park and Jay Z did it. Like yeah. and it's just like the, with the with the rap metal kind of thing, and it's all like just, it just does cycles. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. It's uh, I definitely like, post, post post hardcore was a weird phase. Yeah, because I I didn't know what the fuck it was before I like went to the first gig and it was just people kicking the shit out of each other. I was just like, <laughs> Whoa, I, was massively, <laughs> I was massively in into post hardcore. I still am. Like, do you remember a band Shadows Chasing Ghosts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah, yeah. they were my like favorite band for at least two the years, classic. and they were like them. this. They supported. Uh, uh, who did they support at the at the O2 Academy? I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was my passion or something. I don't know. It was it was good though. It was good. They were a good band. Yeah, 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 yeah. They um, yeah, it was weird because they were from like London, but they had quite a big following in Newcastle. And um, yeah, I just remember like that was I was younger, and I remember just like idolizing, even though they weren't huge. I just remember being quite young and just like idolizing them and being like, that's I wanna I wanna play this music on a stage. <laughs> but yeah, um, I do need to pay attention to the to the local modern rap stuff a bit more to be honest because i've always i've always liked rap but i've always like i've always loved 90s rap the most like tupac and biggie and like nwa and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of that type of stuff and i like i felt like rap became a little bit terrible in like the 2000s so i stopped paying attention like I, I, never, I wasn't like really alive to pay attention in the 90s obviously but i didn't pay attention to the 2000s stuff but now, like, like, like all the stuff you've just mentioned, I think it is quite interesting. So I definitely need to make the effort to check that out 100%. Yeah, man, like old school stuff, like, uh, like hip hop, like, like you say, like 90s, 90s stuff. Um, there's a few artists you should check out. There's uh, JR Dream Chaser. Yeah. Uh, he's on Spotify. There's right. uh, jo- Jonesy, who's on SoundCloud. He's old school, like hip hop kind of stuff. Um, that's the, the only two that come, come to mind because most, most of the artists that I work with are like kind of grime or like yeah, yeah. like the heavier side of things not like the, the faster side of music yeah JR and Jonesy like they, they're they're right. in the old school oh awesome I love it <laughs> um, I'm going to kind of slowly work towards wrapping this up so I wanted to ask you um, what's next 
for you basically so what's uh what what what's what you're working on what's your plans what you want to achieve what you're doing in the coming months the rest of 2020 and things like that well with uh with shutter productions i've just introduced a thing called the city sessions where basically because of because of quarantine and because of lockdown and because of social distancing it's it's going to be incredibly hard for for me to get people into the studio because i use like a shared mic so like yeah that mic gets used by everyone right so like i don't and without having to replay it without cleaning it all the time which you can't do with condensers like yourself yeah without cleaning it all the time blah, blah blah anyway so what i'm doing is i'm doing the city sessions which is means that i can record anywhere anytime mm-hmm. without being in like a confined space and without having to like get a share a mic so that's what i'm going to be focused on and doing for the next couple of months until lockdown's kind of well not lockdown but like social distancing's kind of lifted yeah um I'm doing content marketing packages for people. Right. So what I'm doing is I'm saying to a musician, if you want to come in one day a month, I'll do you like two or three videos, repurpose them into loads of little bits of like little mm-hmm. clips and little quote posts. Like I've been doing, I'm mapped out. Um, yeah. And then you've got like a couple of months worth of content from one day's work. Right. And instead of like working over the like two, three months with them coming back and forth to the studio, I can just get everything done in one day repurpose it all give them a folder with all that stuff in and then they've got content for ages right so i'm do- doing that um obviously mapped out mapped out's hopefully launching at the end of the year um i want to get to a good level where people are like you know engaging with the brand a lot before before i do it right um i've just started working with Meatstack, which is like a burger restaurant in newcastle oh, okay. so i'm doing i'm doing all of their content for them so i'm doing like videos and photos for them and mm-hmm. um, they're opening a new restaurant soon on the big market Right. Fantastic, fantastic burgers. You should definitely go and get one. Yeah, 100%. That, that, that meant. Uh, and just, just, just more of the same. Just more of the same. Like I'm on a, I'm, I'm on a, like a good, a good path at the minute. Um, yeah. Nothing, nothing really is going to change. I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing, but like in different ways. Yeah, yeah I've noticed that you've, you've adapted quite well. Um, there's a lot of people that can adapt easier or quicker, and you're definitely one of those people that's kind of like just on it straight away. Like, oh. Like, this is the scenario, this is what I'm going to do, and this is what's yeah. going to happen. And I really respect that, and I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Cheers, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, awesome. I'm going to wrap this up now. So, um, like I say, thank you again for doing this. A uh, little bit shorter than the one we did, I think, but uh, I tend to keep these ones quite short anyways. But, yeah, I look forward to all the stuff that you're doing. And uh, as always, we'll keep in touch, and I'll, uh, and I'll speak to you soon. Nice one, man. Speak to you soon. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Catch you later. Catch you later, man. Thank you.